What up, what up, what up, what up, everyone? Welcome again to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony and Nikki. Hello. 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 <laughs> How's it doing? How to do? How to do? Oh, man, we had a, some great weekend. Uh, two things happened this weekend going on was uh, Netflix Tadums, which we're going get, to get right into. And then after that, we'll get into um, there was one announcement from Nintendo's Direct event which was exciting news and got a lot of people talking on Twitter. And lastly, we'll end up with some Marvel news. So let's start with Tadum. 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 Like, you were surprised when... No, I just think it's funny when people actually spell out, like... Sounds? Basically, sounds, yeah, like... You know, somebody on Twitter was like, I know how to make... They wrote out the, the, the sound, like when people smack their lips. Mm-hmm. Like, I found a way to write it out. So when people read it... It sounds it out. I feel like it, I, I want to see the. You remember the noise I used to hear from um, AOL when you sign on? Yeah. I want to see that written out. That'd be awesome. E e u e e i e u. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Skrillex written out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. So Tadam was a one day event on Netflix. It was like three hours. They had a lot of panels from t- uh, TV shows. Upcoming TV shows, movies, uh, limited series, documentaries. So we're going to just touch base on the highlights that we liked that, that we could uh, mention. Uh, the one I want to talk about is uh, this one was the new The Rock, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Yeah, I saw, the, I saw a clip. I don't know if yeah, it was, it was a, a trailer. It was, a tra- it was a, an exclusive clip of the fight scene in the Red Room. And... I and I think when I when I first saw the movie and I think we were talked about it before is that it reminded me of the rundown a little bit with the rock and but he had uh what was his name a stifler yeah he's like the the com the comedy thing whatever. the comedic relief the comedic relief I don't know I just like but it's obviously a lot more classy and I'm trying to think if there's a if there's a equivalent uh, movie. In a sense, because uh, obviously the rundown was all in the forest, in the woods, whatever. So it was yeah. Like, so this was obviously they're in suits, they're in a very high end, whatever. So it kind of reminds me of um, trying to think of a, of, a, of a similar thing, but I, f- I feel like I've seen a movie where two people were going after, let's say, kind of like uh, they were going up against a female thief, whatever. They're both kind of interested. It's weird. Something like that. Something in that, that realm. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. basically two guys who were trying to capture somebody, but they found yeah. their track. But she was like a thief, and you didn't know who she was interested in, or she seemed like she showed interest in both type thing. I don't know. That's kind of what I get from... I feel like I'm, I'm referencing a movie that I cannot remember, remember the, the name movie. of. <laughs> can't remember the actors. Can't remember, I would like... Yeah. But I feel like that movie existed. Yeah, but for, in regards to the fight scene, yes, it was, it was a little bit of a dance that more, it was too choreographed. I felt, of course, it was. It was, it was, to the point that it didn't feel, it felt realistic. But you knew that nobody was like there was no danger of how they were fighting. I don't think they they wanted it that, that kind of gritty, gringy like kind of thing. They just wanted it to show. That this person is so they have good the, at what the they ability do. to to take on two people at the same time. Yeah, like the little the little move that she did with uh, picking up the staff and like, yeah, that was that's what I'm saying. I mean, honestly, I I think it's there's certain because it, you can't always judge like very well like ridiculously well choreographed scenes and be like ah oh, it's too no 
Yeah. Because there's going to be times where that's that's appropriate. And I think movies like that where it's more just, it's all based on aesthetics. I yeah. think that's the best way to do it. Like, think about um, Ocean's uh, 12 where this guy did that whole uh, ca- capoeira. capoeira scene. Yeah. That was, you know, that was very choreographed, obviously, but... You know, those are things. Those are the kind of scenes when you appreciate that kind of choreography, like that, that very aesthetic appeal to it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. It was just to make it look good. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds has his moments of fighting and trying to, like, he tries to p- portray himself as the badass so he could do whatever the Rock does, but just fails horribly at it. I know, but you know what's really funny is like Ryan Reynolds does not have the same appeal as Sean William Scott, um, in the sense of like he didn't like Sean William Scott just felt like he was inept in a sense that like, yeah. he could not defend himself, whatever. Ryan Reynolds just feels like he's trying to seem inept, but he can't. Like, yeah, he just doesn't just like, doesn't meet the mark at it. Yeah, like you know, that's the sense. Like he, it felt like he oh, could just at any given moment just do something to like actually. But in in all but, essence, I do like the combination of them three in in the scene. Even though I already seen The Rock and Gal Gadot before in in uh, Fast and the Fierce, but they never interacted like this. Like this. So I like I like this combination because I think they all have. I know The Rock. And Ryan Reynolds, based on their the uh, filmography, they do have those moments of like quick, uh, witty responses in the middle of like certain scenes that yeah. that will catch you off guard, make you laugh, or just or just transition into whatever's going next after it. I think it's oh, I think the Rock works well with people like Ryan Reynolds or um, Kevin or Hart. Kevin Hart. Kind of the same reason Jackie Chan did so well with. Uh, Chris Tucker and Owen, um, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Because, he, you know, The the Rock and, and Jackie Chan both played a very serious, more like a serious role, but still comedically funny the yeah. way he does it ver- with somebody who's completely opposite in the sense of very kind of like goofy and stuff like that. That that yeah. works for that, that kind of combination. It doesn't take himself seriously. Exactly. Yeah. That combination yeah. does. Oh, that does well. The, 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 the odd couple yeah. scenarios. Um, that's why I think it also he also has a great relationship. I think The Rock is a good buddy, uh, buddy cop, buddy whatever type thing because he does well with Jason Statham too. Yeah. So and even then, the, even, the, that, in even that, in that one, they're both very similar. But they yeah. But I think it's it gets handed off the from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, the the even though they're both serious, but at some points. The, I guess is their banter that goes back and forth. Yeah, that made it appealing. But there's other times that one of them will overdo the banter than the other, and then the next thing they'll, they'll just reverse it a little bit more, just as, just to make the flow like not one person is always winning. Yeah, yeah. On, on, on their stands off. Actually, I'm wondering. Standoff. Now this whole thing has me wondering if um, if Jason Statham might have a comic relief up a pair as well. I mean, because honestly, I liked him when he was a comedian back in the British day, British movies, like um, uh, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, stuff yeah. like that. But now that he is kind of the rock, more serious, kind of whatever, it'd be interesting if he if he found the comedic pair with him, like like his own Kevin Hart or his own, you know, like his own Ryan Reynolds, somebody he can he can click with to make a movie like that. Who would it be though? That's what I'm trying to trying to think. Seth Rogen. I think it would. Just, I think it would just be the annoying tone. Well, because he doesn't. Well, because he doesn't really hide his his accent. It would be. Cool. I, I would want to see somebody. Um, like another British comedian. Another British actor. Yeah, somebody who that they can. It, it can be like a like something set. In, you know, like the whole thing is set in Britain, stuff like that. Like he can vibe off of. Because I don't know. Just 
I don't know, somebody he can just vibe off of. So, like, and also given an opportunity for a comedian from another country. Yeah. So, another British comedian actor or something like that. Hey, Netflix, Tadum Part 2. Tadum Part 2. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that one with Ryan Reynolds and The Rock and that, that was a... Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be more pretty than anything else, but I think it's going to be good. Yeah, so that one's called uh, Red Notice. Red that, Notice? Yeah, Red Notice. They haven't uh, put out a release date that I could think of, if I'm not mistaken, but... All right, so we're on to the next one, and this yeah. is one that uh, I'll talk quick about because Nick is trying to catch up to it right now. <laughs> it's a a Stra- Stranger Things season yeah. four, the final season. So this one is, it's I liked it because it looks a lot more. It looks darker. It's it's taking a darker. I think it's, it feels like it's gonna take. It comes off almost like an anthology at this one. Um, because it it does cover us. Uh, it's called the Creole House, and it and it starts with, um, like this this family of four, like a mother, do- uh, mother, father, two daughters, no son and daughter, and they move into this house, and um, light starts flickering, like they you could hear noises or like just certain things are going on that would that was happening almost in the other episodes of Stranger Things. And then all of a sudden, uh, you see that the lights go on. They w- wake up. The lights go back on, and the kids are on the floor. And the dad is just standing in front of the door, the front door. And then it flash, it flash forwards to the kids in. I think they're in the eighties at this point because of the, the hair and the attire. So they're in the eighties, and um, they start investigating the house to see what's going on. And then it flashes to this like grandfather clock, and then it changes to almost like the upside down. So I don't know if this is a portal that started it to get into the upside down and that's what they're looking into. So it looks good. I like it. I don't know whether I don't know where they're going to it being also being that this is going to be the final season. So I don't I don't I'm I'm I like it because I guess you get to finish off the series. But I I I don't want it to be like they're rushing the season because they're starting a whole new story, a whole new you think they're gonna? You think they're gonna Game of Thrones it? I hope not. I hope they don't do it. I think <laughs> like the fumble writers, at the end. Not fumble, all right? Not fumble at the end, but unless they're gonna, t- uh, because they're tying in a whole different storyline and a, t- a different time than it currently happens, you're 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 gonna be posed with a lot of different questions of why is this? Why is that? Of course. Yeah, but unless it unless they're planning to do because it's normally gonna be around eight to ten episodes. Usually this season. So either they're going to wrap it up very fast and continue the story because you have to know uh, what happens in Russia and everything in Hopper and everything else and Eleven getting her powers back and whatnot that you you just have to they have to answer those questions. And unless they're going to unless they tie it up or they're going to rush everything through all at once and which is going to be disappointing because you're not going to appreciate everything through like you did in the previous seasons. So, so I don't. Again, I have to catch up because I never. For I never no, no, you didn't spoil anything. I'm, I'm trying to ignore things. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to ignore <laughs> things. You asshole. So, um, Fuck you. But basically, okay. So based on, ba- okay. So I saw the first season, yes. But based on things that I know about, like certain things, like okay, if they're introducing like an anthology style into it, I feel. Like they're going to yes end the original series, but possibly trying to start a, a spinoff. So with, oh yeah, 
With none of the original characters. So it'd be like Stranger Things. Because this one's called Creel House. That's what I'm saying. So I think there might be... Again, this is just my knowledge. My What I've noticed with TV shows in general and movies and Netflix and all these different things, I feel like they're going... Because the if they continue with the story with the originals, it's going to burn out. So if they start an anthology and they introduce it to new characters, then you can then they can create a spinoff of those characters going forward. So it won't yeah. be Stranger Things. It'll be something different. But... It'll be yeah. Stranger Things with it, like almost like uh, American Horror gonna... Story, but it'll be like Stranger Things, but then colon, and then and it what, might not obviously it might not be it might not ca- catch the same popularity as the original, but it's something I think that they would probably explore. Which that's what I'm saying. They might answer all those questions pretty rushed, but they're probably going to introduce people that to you might see in, in, different, in a different in a different series, something like that. Yeah, a different spinoff. I'm just, I hope they don't because I hate when they do when they focus too far on that to the point where they ignore the original story. Yeah. But um no, let's see. Um so what else what so, else in the Tadam Tadams? Tadam Tadams. Uh the next one is the trailer to Cobra Kai season four. So but which is good because they already uh, they already announced that they're getting a season five in it into it. Um and season four just really picks up right after season three with Johnny Lawrence. It's like, isn't that a time jump? It feels like, you know, like sometimes between seasons, they'll do like a time jump, like, oh, six months later mm. or something. And like this one, it shows like it's immediately after mm-hmm. where it ends. And it, and there's going to be a lot of, there was one character they that it looks in the, I'm trying to figure out that they're bringing it back from the old, I think it's part three. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his name? Silver, something, uh, Sly Silver. Fox or something like that. I forgot his name. That he was Someone from Cobra Kai. No, from uh, from I think he's from the Karate Kid Part Three. Oh, they're referencing all the movies. They're they're referencing all the movies. Question: Because I've never, I've never watched a single episode. I'm I'm gonna admit that. Does Hilary Swank ever play a part in this? Hilary Swank. Yes. Yeah, she comes back. She's in the the season three. Oh, cool. She's, she's oh, dad. Yeah, no, she's no, 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 no. She <laughs> she is in season three. Uh-huh. She she she's she comes in for a temporary time, and it's good to see her back because she she, she kind was of the last student. She, she kind of bridge. Oh no, Hilary, not Hilary Swank. She has, she's not, I'm thinking the other lady. I'm sorry. I'm you talking about uh, um uh Fisher? Yeah. Was it a Fisher? The, the the girl the girl the, the interest of the original. Yes. No, I'm at Hillary Swank, the last oh, no, in the last she, movie. No, no, she hasn't. That would just be interesting. That would be interesting. Because she was the then, last Then that wouldn't make it everything canon with it. Then you Even though they were all canon, but it was a different place, different time, different it people. It would just be interesting because it would be such a huge uh, character to put. Because, again, even though the movie was small compared to the, rema- the other movies, the actress herself, obviously, is a huge actress. Yeah. So it would be interesting to do that. So yeah, you so pull a small character from a maybe a more like non known, non recognized movie from that that series. Yeah, and you pull it into like this <laughs> successful show, but she's a huge actor. And I, I don't know. It would be interesting. And she could be in the fifth one because I know this one's gonna revolve around Terry Silver because yeah. he's in the trailer. That's who. That's who I think it is. I'm I because he's he's of that age, and I looked him up, and I'm like, what he looks now, and I'm like, that looks just like him. I don't know. I think I gotta watch the show to really get into it. But, but no, like, if, you, if you remember the movie, you know who he is. He was um, the teacher's like old combat buddy. He was the one that, that like came to bring back the like. I'm gonna 
I'm going to bring back, you know, you know, I remember. Yeah. He was like, he was like, supposedly like, basically he was the big guns. Yeah. So, so yeah. So if, he, he, it looks like he, he's bringing back, he's coming back into the show. To but the he season. was, he had money and influence and everything back then. Right. And was, yeah. He had, I think he had a lot of influence cause yeah, he, he had money and also, so it's like, if he was going to come and in he had, like, a, and he had his prodigy. So I don't know if his prodigy is going to come back too. Cause I know he beat him. No, but I was saying, but that would be interesting because he would be a very, he'd like a, he's like a bigger ball. Like that's what that, it's funny because the movie, I never realized, but the movies work that way where it's like you have a boss, which was, uh, at first it was Johnny. Yeah. And then it was his, 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 his uh, his, uh, sensei. Yeah. And then in John part Cruz. three, and then, in, and then in part three, he brings back Terry Silver, somebody who basically he connected with that had, was stronger fighter. More influence, so he became a bigger boss. Yeah, so it's funny. <laughs> that's actually pretty cool, actually, if you think about it. Yeah, so so it looks like that. So I want to see what happens, uh, yeah. and, and I'm happy that they're getting two more seasons. I I, I don't think it's gonna go past past this fifth season. I mean, it should. I don't see that. I mean, don't like I said, I always bring this back because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. I but like uh, um what do you call it? Uh, uh, Supernatural. And I love the fact that it. I got to watch all those years of it, but it's like sometimes where you want to, I think shows should have not a limited run, but they should run for a certain amount of time. That yeah. way, because like, I, I'm not going to say, I, honestly, I watched Supernatural throughout, and it never for me got stale, but at the same time, I can tell that maybe it should have ended earlier. Not that I would want to have to have ended, but I was, maybe it should have based on the story. So yeah. the story was very, was a lot more solid, I guess. But, um... That's I think this should be a limit to how long a show should run for, yeah, just to I, make sure that it stays fresh throughout. And I, and I think my my thing is it's harder to keep them sustainable if the show is revolved around a teenager, like a yeah. Because uh, at a certain the, point, those teenagers start becoming basically men. And yeah, women. and and their their characters are still like considered in high school, but they're like twenty two, twenty three. So it's hard to to transition to well, make like. Their, Smallville. I honestly stopped watching Smallville once I went to college. Like, I like I, I got in the middle of them into college, and I don't know why I lost interest. So I didn't really finish the series. Yeah, but there's some shows that that did work where the character started in high school and transitioned to college. Like one of them was, uh, I think Dawson's Creek, where they they intended to grow with them into their like young adult ages. But like I feel like shows like Supernatural or Anything like Suits or The Office, anything that where they're adults, already established adults, you could keep it going as long as the, stri- the writing is good because they're just changing their personality or perspective, but not like their age. I mean, they, they, they kind of are if you watch, obviously, from from season one to like, if you yeah, look no, at, of course, they're going to be at least they're in their adults. So it's not like because there's obviously going to be a dramatic change, because imagine if you you got signed on to a high school like. Uh, uh, high school show like no mi- like I'm talking about super high school I'm talking about not even high school like uh, mid- middle like school middle school right middle school type show that goes all the way into college but then you start off as the dorky kid and dude growth and hormones and all this stuff kick in and you know like all of a sudden you are like <laughs> like what was it uh, uh, the character from Harry Potter everybody's always referencing that he kind of uh, he was a nerdy uh, oh. uh, character but he grew into this like this like you know masculine looking dude um, I can't remember his name, but that's what I'm saying. Even in a even a series, they kind of had to acknowledge it. Like he just, you know, hormones <laughs> kick in, dude. You just grow in, like just because somebody is 
kind of lanky or dorky when they're younger doesn't mean that after the maturity hits, they're going to stay that way. Yeah. So some of these kids hit grow, hit, hit uh, puberty and forget about it. They go from like... Oh, Neville. Neville, yeah. Matthew Lewis, yeah. They go from being like, you know, five foot nothing to a six foot, you know, six foot monster in a day. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's a hard, hard way to manage the show like that because you don't know what's going to happen once puberty hits. Yeah. But... Yeah, so it looks good. The, the next one was, um, it was another TV show. Oh, well, this is a series that's coming back, and and it was a document series called Tiger King. <laughs> so yeah, Tiger King. If if it, and you know what it blew it up is because the when it got premiered, yeah, it was the start of the pandemic, and everybody was just everybody it was the first week of lockdown. And it just People had nothing else to do with it. Just started watching it and watched it with binge watched it for days. It took like I think it's I think it's I don't know. I think that we sometimes kind of think normal, like think of people normal in a normal way, and then we we get surprised when we meet these very interesting, weirdly eclectic people, and we're like, these people exist. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I never watched the series, but I, I based on what people have told me, I I see like. You know, you be the thing is we you should never be surprised. You know the different type of people they are. Yes, <laughs> just laugh. I don't know. I just I've never been into like reality shows or documentaries. No, I don't know what it is. This is like I like supernatural stuff, so it's weird. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like I like learning stuff, but like documentaries feel like it's more about how people feel. And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. All right, so we'll, uh, and this is the last one we're going to talk about um, about a show returning or a movie returning. It was going to be Extraction 2 with Chris Hemsworth. R- Tyler Reich returned. So this was a just quick, it was like a two minute teaser, which it was like. Just it wasn't really a, a teaser. Te- it felt like it was just mostly the end of the, the first mm-hmm. one and, and then the, like. The beginning of the next one. Yeah, like they might as well just have showed him open his eyes and that was it. Like <laughs> Just underwater. Yeah. But no, actually, what about. Um, what about the uh, the one about the, the comic book character that they made a series about? Apparently, live action um, Sandman. Yeah, well, that's what we're gonna get into next. Okay, these well, are, that, you, you said Netflix. That's Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, this is Netflix. But these are all the shows that are re- returning okay. that have been established. Yeah, 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 the yeah. next ones, the next few ones are brand new shows that are coming okay, out. Okay. So yeah, so 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 Tyler Reich returned, and I we did a review of the movie about four months ago okay. at, of Extraction. Okay. On Netflix, yeah, yeah, yeah. we gave it. I think if not, if I'm not mistaken, we gave it like a three and a half Nickies. Yeah, it was a good movie. It was so, a good, especially the way they filmed it. Yeah. So if you want to hear that, you can always look back on our old older episodes and find it, and we'll put a link to it in our bio or in our page, so you could hear it, so you could be anticipated for the next one. But now we get into the new stuff, which I'm excited wow. about. This is all Netflix. Okay, let's do this. All right. So the first one is going to be the Sandman. Yeah. It's uh, by Neil Gaiman. Uh, and it's a DC comic book that came out in mid, like late 80s to mid 90s, became super popular. And it literally comes, it, the trailer is amazing. The, 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 the actors that they have playing it, the person that have playing um, Morpheus or Dream looks spot on to what I would imagine mm-hmm. if, if, if I had to make the character come to life from the comic books mm-hmm. or from the graphic novels. And, it it's I am so hyped about it because Neil Gaiman's writing is top tier. I'll be honest, I how about this? The only thing I know about the series is the hype of it. Like in a sense of, I've never really get read into it, but like I know people that are huge fans. I know 
I see all these ads about like when it just because it went to audiobook, like people yeah. people are like uh, there's a frenzy of it. I know that. So yeah, much. so so pretty much what it is is, uh, and this is a while and it, and and this is vaguely remembering, is that a cult captures Dream or Morpheus as they call him in different form different names, mm-hmm. and they capture him and for for like seventy years. And then he comes out and he's trying to get revenge on trying to get back his kingdom and trying to get revenge on, on all these other peoples. But his his um, I guess his uh, perception of how life is and perception of himself is completely different from when he was first came in. OK, so the beginning of the series, it was very dark, like gothic um, storytelling because yeah. a bunch of stories within within one major story. And then after that, it becomes more fantasy. So mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to go with the real gritty approach when they fir- how they first came out. And then hopefully they stay with that as they transition to the stories and across each uh, book that came out with it. Yeah. So it looks amazing. Uh, oh, it does visually. I mean, I saw that. I mean, the I like dark, dark sci-fi stuff like that. So that's my that's right up my alley. That's right up your alley. The next new series is Arcane. It is an animated series. That is uh, following the is like a debut animated debut series from the League of Leagues of Legend. It kind of looked like a um, kind of looked like a spinoff of uh, of uh, sex robots or sex um love sex and robots love sex and robots. Sorry, yeah. And then you put a little twist when we saw it, it was like oh it reminded you if if I was thinking Borderlands that that, ever yeah, made if a Borderlands series. ever made the like I don't know if they're gonna they, I think they said it was gonna be live action but if it's not live action. Something like that would be awesome. Yeah. So our so the arcane follows uh, just a a character, in from the game, if I'm not mistaken, because I think I played it when it first came out, and after that, I just mm. didn't follow it. But I guess it created a whole lore after the years. It's been like this game has been going on for like ten years. Ten. Plus I mean, I've years. heard of it. I know people that played it. Yeah. So what the animations are beautiful. I like the they have like this three D with a like two D pixel kind of feel to it. But what interests me about it more beyond the the initial story of what it seems is going to be is that I really hope this is successful mm-hmm. just for the fact that one, you're opening up a whole new category, a whole new element of gaming to people that don't game, don't play the game. If they interested, they'd be like, let me check out the game. Mm-hmm. But then secondly, if it's that successful, then a lot of other games that people heard of or know of that never played it and see it into a live action or animated series will be interested. Because if this is successful, I think they could do, even though they tried the movie World of Warcraft, if they did it as an animated series, would do. Group- yeah, but that's, I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not how about this. It's not reinventing the wheel because, I mean, it's not like because they just wouldn't, didn't they just make Resident Evil? The animated, yeah, but yeah. I'm but, saying, but they made an animated. What I'm saying is like that's that's based on a game. Yeah, but it, this is following a bunch of movies that came after it. Okay, this see. live action movies. What they, about uh, Final Fantasy? Final Fantasy has been doing movies for a while. Yeah, but remember the original, the one that was like in block, like the in the movie theater and all that stuff. Yeah, the spirits within. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. So this is not like the, the way that was a movie. This is a, this is gonna be a limited a, a series though. I guess I guess what I'm saying is like you. You're mentioning like this is something new, but I feel like no, it's not new. But the people, I feel people know more about Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. 
or they'll recognize the name uh, or right here oh, so you, recognize guess, the name sorry. of Final Fantasy more than they do Leagues of Legends. Now I understand what you're saying. You're saying that they should do this more for games that might not have the same legacy as something like Final Fantasy. Yeah, even the World of Warcraft has a huge fan base. Yeah, and it's and, and I'm a, I'm, yeah, I played it for a while. Yeah, I know, but I I feel like they and this is a game that you could easily create a whole different because like Final Fantasy has its own story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, like Resident Evil has its own really pre-made uh, story arc. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, this is me because I've never played uh, World of Warcraft. Everything is a, a individual story and individual story into that that yeah. creates itself. Like that, you could take that world and recreate it the, however you want it or follow one of the expansion packs and what they were trying to expand to and build off of that story that they're doing. No, you're right. I think that um, when it comes to like uh, like... How to put this? A building, because I don't want to say live adaptation, not just live adaptation, but a movie or or some kind of series based on a game. It's it's always. I think it'll be better as a like I said, like a series versus a game a movie. Because yeah. like imagine if they did a really interesting run like that on Assassin's Creed, and then every season could build off of uh, an adaptation of the game, like the next game, like you know, like you know how they. They jump from, you know, different DNA timestamps, like stuff like yeah. that. But like for, that follows the game, you know, like, you know, now I'm like right season, now playing Valhalla. So one season will be Valhalla. Yeah. One season will be Valhalla. So like that. So you can, break be down, or something. you can break down the next game based on a whole, uh, the, the a whole, whole series. Season. Yeah. Um, whole season. Yeah. Or like, like I said, Borderlands is one, another one. Yeah. Um, That one, I wouldn't mind watching this movie, but like, I'd be, I would be down for a series as well. Or uh, one of my favorites to this day is uh, um, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Like, that would be interesting as a series or a movie, but it would be interesting to go through that storyline. Or Monster Hunter. That's another one. I Even mean, obviously it, the movie it, it didn't is, work out. <laughs> it didn't work out at, at all. But yeah, and I think the, the... And there's some movies, there's some games that have the lore, that have the fan base that are able to... There's some that I would be like, you know, I would rather watch it as a movie. And there's some because there's pretty straightforward mm-hmm. and and doesn't it doesn't it's very surface based movie than others like Final Fantasy. I would have loved it to be a series. I would have think it would have been an amazing series. Mm-hmm. Like another one was like Castlevania. That was an animated series that's doing really well. And I think they were basing it off the game. So that's another amazing concept to do into. But we move on. Mm-hmm. All right. So the last one of this that I really want to mention, and I don't know if you saw it yet. I think you did. Is the opening credits to Cowboy Bebop. I saw oh people talk about it. And I actually watch it. But I, I didn't watch it because of my tr- one trailer thing. I don't even. Is that even, even a trailer? Is no, a, I know. I don't even want to watch a trailer. That's how sold I am on what it is already. You, no. You know what it is? Mm. It's just the opening credits. <laughs> they use the same song from the from the animated series from the anime and it looks like it's almost looks like they did like a live action cut of the opening scene how everything is no, cut. I, I, I still see part I just see oh, that where it's it but I like beautiful. It because 
the minute, like, it's weird because, like, they'll show, like, an animated version of the character, but the minute they'll put a light to him. Yeah. And then he's real. John Cho. But then the minute the light turns off, he's back to being, like, Ugh. somewhat animated. So it's, it's almost, it kind of reminds me of, I'm trying to think what's a good cartoon to, like, or, or stuff like that cartoon to live action series like that. Like, like, uh, um. Wasn't the one with Keanu Reeves in it? Keanu Reeves? No, Keanu, yeah. That was, like, animated but live action. Uh, um, scan darkly. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. No, I was thinking about uh Scott Pilgrim. Not, uh, not that Scott Pilgrim was animated in a sense, but it, it like it it did justice to the game. Like in a sense of like it looked, it felt like you were in the game. Yes, and I think this one is it felt like you're in the anime. Yeah, it, you just you just unveiling the live action. And I can't believe this guy looks like that. Like Ugh. he looks so different than he he's ever looked in this. Yeah. His career and the running scene, it was kind of wonky, but because they were trying to do it as as how it is in the game, yeah. Because in the game, he has like super long legs. In the game or the anime? I mean, sorry, in the anime, he has because yeah. we were talking about yeah, yeah. Got in the games, but in the anime, he has like super long legs, so yeah. he had to try to do that stride without looking at it as it did in the anime, but not look as yeah. bad. So it was a little bit offsetting, but I was like, I know where you're going, and I appreciate it. <laughs> but fuck, bro, this opening scene, I was like, I'm already sold. I'm like, can't wait till November comes. I'm like, let it get here tomorrow. I want to see it. Oh man! No, I, I love I love when like you can tell the difference between somebody who takes a story and decides, oh, let me make a movie based on a story, and somebody who literally loves the original content and just does everything they can to honor that. Like they make the movie that works, but then they make they do everything they can to honor the original. So that you can, like, you literally, what you're, you're going to watch, what you're going to watch, what you want to watch. You want to watch a lot. Like, you want to think, they wanted to see the anime come off the screen and be live. Yeah. And that's, I love when people can do that. All right. Now we move on away from Netflix mm-hmm. and talk about the an announcement Nintendo did. Uh, at, I think it was at Nintendo Direct this past weekend, mm-hmm. a few days ago. And it was the Super Mario Brothers animated movie. <laughs> they released the voice actors to this movie. So let me go down the list before we even touch. No, go ahead. So we have Chris Pratt playing Mario. We have mm. Charlie Day as Luigi. We have Anna Taylor Joy as Princess Peach. <laughs> Jack Black as Bowser. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Sebastian Manscalo as Spike. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek and Fred Emerson as Cranky Kong. And uh, then there's also there's Charlie, uh, Charlie Marnet is uh, which is the voice of Mario, but he has doesn't have a specific. He has a, like a cameo role. He's the original voice of Mario. Yeah, the original voice of Mario. So I don't know how I feel, man. Like Chris Pratt. I don't think he has a. Like, I don't know. Like, actually, I'm, I love, uh, um, um, what's his name? Uh, Donkey Kong? Seth Rogen. Seth uh, Rogen. Because I can just see his laugh. Yeah. <laughs> coming out of <laughs> Yeah, I can see that coming the out. The one that sold everybody was Jack Black as Bowser. I think they just love Jack Black. I just think that's I, like, it's I just love, love Jack. Jack Black, period. It's like, I don't care what he did. You, you can put him in anything. You want to give him Yoshi? I'll take, take him as Yoshi. I'll like, t- put him in anything. 
No, somebody said they put Ice Cube and Yoshi as a joke. <laughs> no, but, but yeah. so he Chris Pratt did uh, do a uh, Instagram post. I think it was soon after it was released, and he mm-hmm. was saying that he's a, he's really appreciative of the character he's playing, and that he actually took voice acting, voice coaching acts classes. Chris Pratt for his voice of Mario. It's not. It's not that I don't. I don't I'm and, doubting and I think, his skills. And, and there's it's a just, post that he says, "It's me, Mario." Like he does a voice. I think that's the thing. Is like and I don't know if it was taken out. Last I feel like okay. So obviously, like okay. So any character of Mario, they're gonna have this over the top Italian accent, right? That's yeah. what I feel like that's always referenced, which is it's fine. But I'd rather if you're gonna do that, just get somebody who actually speaks, kind of has an accent to kind of begin that with. That pitch. It's yeah. a, it's a pitch more that's than anything. A, it's a, it's exactly that, that the, high climb pitch. Because that, every time me. you get somebody who doesn't have that kind of pitch and tries to fake it, it just comes out weird. I'd rather I'd rather give it to somebody who kind of already has that pitch. Yeah. Like I don't know somebody who I feel like can eat. Like um, you know, remember I told you, remember I told you when you when they they announced it, I was like, I would want the guy who uh, um. Uh, Tony Shaloub and um, oh. and the guy who plays his brother in the Monk show. Uh, sorry, I can't remember his name. But the reason I bring up Tony Shaloub is because I always remember when I first got introduced to him as uh, um, at, at, on the show uh, Wings. Oh, Wings? Yeah. The, in in the show Wings, he literally is a he's an he's a he's a man from Italy who migrated to. States and he always had a thick accent. Oh, John Turturro. John Turturro, yeah. I don't know, and I, John Turturro can do that accent any way he wants. But that's like <laughs> those two guys playing Mario and Luigi. I think would be so awesome. Um, and again, it's I'm not trying to crap on Chris Pratt's abilities. Yeah, I'm just saying I don't know for that role, especially if you're gonna have somebody who's gonna because I feel like anybody's gonna ham it. They're gonna ham it up. Yeah, they have to. But that's what I'm saying. I'd rather have somebody who probably legitimately has that accent or has been able to don't do that accent in the past to do a little bit more justice rather than have two guys who are just going to ham it up. Yeah, but the, here's the thing. Because every as far as the, all the games i played, I, there hasn't been much. When he spoke, it's only been a few words, and it's always been like the high-pitched rising voice every time. So they don't mm-hmm. have like a standard talking time. I know a uh, talking voice, but they did have the... Uh, animated game, uh, uh, the TV cartoon series, which he had like a normal, like a regular voice. I don't know if he's going to have moments that he's going to be excited and do do that, that high pitched noise. But that's the only iffy character I have about it. It's Chris Pat. Are you happy with, uh, Chris, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the one who plays, uh, Luigi, Charlie day. Yes. I like, okay. It's not that I don't like Charlie day. It's not that I don't like Chris Pratt. But again, Charlie Day, I feel like he's gonna ham it up because I feel like that's the only thing they kind of leave him ability. Because it's not like I said, you you said yourself, there's not a lot of material to go off of. The only thing you have is these one moments where they speak and they always speak with this thick Italian accent. Yeah, and I feel like other people are just gonna ham it up to a certain degree. Yeah. So here's my thing. I th- and and the only reason I I I love Charlie Day's character uh, being Luigi mm-hmm. is the minute they said it. Is I automatically went to Luigi's uh, haunted mansion, where he 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 like he tries to vacuum. He has like a vacuum cleaner that he picks up ghosts, mm-hmm. and he's just like if you see the tri- if you see the cover, it looks like he's like almost like the um, Home Alone mm-hmm. scene that he's screaming to the game. Like you know how like he puts his hands on his cheek and he's screaming. Yeah, 
And 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 it for some vague reason I always remember like he's screaming into the on the cover he's screaming because his ghost following him, mm-hmm. and he's like very anxious and like they're trying not to find him and like scared. And the minute I guess the minute I saw Charlie Days, I'm like, oh. I'm like I I, I, reason, I went straight to that game. I don't know why. The only reason I like Charlie Day, and it's not really the voice thing. If it was live action, I would like it more. Is because he like you know how Luigi always has this weird uh, backstory of. Possibly being super dark because yeah. of, like the you know the scenes where he's like yeah. he has that facial attitude, and the game and I'm like he does that so well uh, in in uh, um, sunny Philadelphia yeah the way he plays a very joyful always funny always like you know cutesy character and then he'll just do these weird one offs where they're just super dark and like twisted yeah. Like, that's the only reason I, I like I him, but I, play- I don't think, obviously, that's going to go through with the voice. But I'm just saying, it's like, that's why I like him. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. And to the Joy, I don't mind. I like her as an actress. I, I, she'll be fine. I feel like she can ham it up. I saw her in SNL, and if she plays, like, that kind of energy, it's it'll be funny as hell. Yeah. So, yeah. So, overall, we're, I'm excited for the cast. I, I want to see a little bit more, um, I guess, voice, like, uh, trailers of... Chris Pratt a little bit maybe, yeah. But I'm gonna watch it regardless because this is one of my all time favorite games. I know, but I and this is what honestly, I, I just feel with. like it's gonna be like um, Sonic the Hedgehog and Jim Carrey, where Jim Carrey did that role so well that basically you for like, that, that's who takes the show. Yeah, and I feel like Jack Black might actually do that so well that he takes he takes over the movie. Like his characters, but that's it. But he's the only difference with that one is that mm. being that um, Jim Carrey's character was live action, and well, he his physical mannerisms and the movements and his facial expression and but how that's, he did that's things. his strengths. That's what I'm saying. Those are Jim Carrey's strengths. Obviously, when he the first thing you know, his, I think his first movie ever was like Rubber Face. Literally, I think there was some movie that he started when he first started in, in movies. It was like called Rubber Face, something like because that's who he is. He has an animated face. He has an animated personality. But Jack Black, while he still is animated physically, his voice is what his makes projection. him distinct. Yeah. yeah. He has a very distinct way of saying things, speaking, singing, all these different characteristics that come through in his vocal expressions that I think he can bring any character, specifically that Bowser. Psh, that's what I'm saying. I think he could probably take over the the movie i mean I, and my, we're, we're over here analyzing you know an animated movie like it's you know yeah. like so it is going to be directed by aaron um horvac and michael jinglick and they're the ones that did tea times go the movie to the movies okay and the screenwriter the screenplay writer will be by matthew fogel which did the uh the lego movie two mm-hmm. uh the second part and <laughs> minions the rise of group so this movie is going to be coming out december 21st on 2022. I think it's so crazy that we just broke down this movie like it was freaking like something like, you know, we broke down just a character. Like, I'm like some really like, <laughs> like Academy Award moving movie or something. Uh, yeah. All um, right. So what else is last topic? What you got? All right. So this is a, a topic that just came out about a week ago. Yeah. And let's get into it. And this is something that we've discussed before yeah. Um, in the midst of. Marvel being sued by Scarlett Johansson uh, regarding her her rights to whatever she was budgeted. And then we got into the discussion of what Disney or Marvel mm-hmm. pays their creators of stories and characters that they did. Mm-hmm. So now Marvel's doing the suing. 
to the heirs of uh, Steve Dicka and uh, Stanley, and there was one more person. They're doing. They're suing Stanley. The heirs, like the the the, the whole, families, the families, because they have this thing that um, they they have a copyright termination for all their major characters, like Star uh, Spider Man. The Falcon, Hawkeye, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Thor, uh, Iron Man, and a bunch of others that, that they created mm. from the beginning that they pretty much, I guess, I guess there's a copyright law that those characters that they created, unless it's not like a create, unless, all right, so let me backtrack. If the because it happened with Jack Kirby with some of his copy. Oh, some, wait, I think I understand what you because Disney actually started um, this battle that you're talking about. Which is that I think there is a copyright law. There was a copyright law that basically um, all material, almost every song and movie and, and anything intellectually like created, artistically speaking, um, after a certain amount of time, I think it's like 50, 60 years, something like that. After the death of the creator. Something like that. They would, they would uh, be public domain. Yeah. But I think Disney fought against that. So that's why, like, some of Disney's original characters are still owned by Disney. Yeah. When technically it should have gone to public domain. Or to the rights of the whoever created it. That's what they were trying to do. So so, so ultimately what happens is that they they filed a termination. No, filed a notice of termination for Spider-Man, mm-hmm. uh, which appeared in 1962. And so the provision will allow them to have that back to the owners of who they were created, like Stanley's. Estates and Steve Dickett's estates in uh, June 2023. So somebody did that, and now they're suing because of that. Yeah, so they're suing because what ultimately what happened. So here's how the lawsuit would happen: if they do not settle, mm-hmm. this is only in case if they do not settle. So if if Disney wins, mm-hmm. then they share a small portion of. Whatever they win, if I guess if they win, they'll still have like a sum. They get they pay the states whatever a percentage of whatever they make because of the stories and the characters they're using. Mm. If they win, they keep that. They keep that percentage, or they they try mm. to work it out on some way or in the other. But if they lose, that means they potentially have to pay more to get to use their rights. So Marvel would have bought. They would lose a certain percentage, a certain amount of the, what the material that billions. they purchased. Billions. They will. They will lose whatever well, they're, they're making. They're, billions. They're basically lose their structure. So it's like you bought a company that designs whatever. Let's say you, you bought a company that designs cans, but then you find out that like out of all, let's say fifty cans that the company you bought makes, thirty of them are now questionable as far as your ownership of them. Yeah, that sucks. I mean. It sucks either way. I mean, I'm not going to try to argue on behalf of one or the other, but it does suck because I can see both perspectives, especially, you know, say the company you're buying and then all of a sudden now you're about to lose all the, like, oh, I bought this because it has, you know, A, B, and C. And then all of a sudden, like, well, you're going to lose, like, all, like, A, B, and keep C. Like, yeah. No, I get it. It sucks. Because then, then what happened is they're either going to overcharge them or then let's say another company could come in and be like, and buy the rights and uses them. Be like, well, just use them, yeah. Like, let's say, uh, like, these, or let's say another movie company, like you said, now Marvel's trying to create this storyline. All of a sudden, like, uh, another company, let's say Sony or another company, whatever, goes back, like, yeah, I'll go ahead and buy that. You know, I'll yeah. rent that out. So now 
their feet. Like, so if basically Marvel makes a great, whatever, let's say they make a great, uh, um, rubber face movie, a rubber man movie, whatever that character, remember that character? Plastic man. Yeah. No, it was DC. Sorry. Was DC. But either way, I'm just giving you an example. I'm, let's say they make a, they bring a new ghost rider. Ghost rider. Okay. They make the most wonderful ghost rider movie that creates a whole, a whole series and another company, because that's an open character in a sense, another company can be like, well, since it's open, it's not really exclusively owned by them. I can rent it out and make another movie and feed off the wave that you created. Yeah. But they can make a messed up movie and tank your series. Pretty much. That sucks. That's what I'm saying. That's, that, what that's a possibility. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge possibility. To, that's what I'm saying. It's like you make something great and you make a series based off it. Another company decides they want to make some money from it. So they buy the ability to make it, but then they don't make it with the same but consideration. He, he, here's the only, this is the only one of the huge catches for it. And it's wise in place, I guess, also, is that this copyright law or whatever mm. uh, uh, termination thing notice is only for the U.S. So everywhere in the world, every, the rest of the world, they could do whatever they want with those characters because they're still within their rights to no, use it. It's, 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 under, it's within their rights to use it because they're under their copyright, like, trademark or under their structure, under their umbrella of what they own with Marvel. It's amazing, though. Like, these are these are ideas. Like, like the, 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 the fight, right? So this huge fight, billions of dollars, all this money, all this chaos, and you're not fighting over an item, right? Not specifically because... It's not like Spider-Man is a physical presence thing that you have in front of you. It's an idea. It's a, it's a create. Somebody created this one day. At the time, they probably just think it was worth yeah, chicken just, scratch. They brought it on a piece of paper, but to know all this time later, it's worth all this money. Like yeah, all this like all these companies, all these huge, you know, people going like fighting versus it. It's just it's, it's, it's amazing over intellectual property. Exactly. What's the thing? It's amazing. I mean, you can imagine. Can you imagine you do something like that. Like one day you just, whatever, dude. You just decide. You know, I had this cool idea. I put it on a piece of paper. Somebody goes with it. It creates it. It runs off. It gets huge. Like to this day, I never forget. One guy took a picture of himself yelling on camera just for fun. Like he was a photographer having fun. Yeah. That picture ended up being used by uh, like people rebelling over another country. Like. His image was all over the world that was being used by rebellious people, you know, to show their rebellion. And, like, that's what he became iconic for. So his image was, like, imagine being used for chance to fight all these huge governments and all like that. Yeah. And, dude, it was just him messing around in his garage or something. <laughs> I love stuff like that. So, yeah. So the lawsuit going, just got filed. Mm-hmm. Going back to it. Sorry. So, no, it's all right. We're going off tangent. Yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. So we'll see what happens because there's been several appears. Like they had one with uh, Jack Kirby a couple of years ago that that um, Disney that Marvel tried to fight on it. So that's the only thing that they don't want to go to. They want to handle it through lower courts because I guess if it goes to the Supreme Court, they can't. It's hard to overrule or to to change anything afterwards. So they're trying. To, I guess they're trying to. They're trying to dead it in the water early. Early to get it uh, to get it done. And then there's a lot of people like there's people that are siding with Marvel. There was people siding with with the heirs. Well, saying that the heirs are being greedy, that they're already getting paid for, they're getting paid for. But if you understand, like they're probably missing out on hundreds of millions of dollars. And that's something that sucks. Is like you really, it's, it's not going to be an argument that, like, I can understand. Like for example, when we brought up a couple weeks ago 
about the comic book designers and, and writers that were only getting the paid story. like 5000 for yeah. these movies that are being made millions. That is where you see the injustice of those people should get paid more. Yeah. Now, the people that own that, you're right, they probably are getting paid a lot of money. But at the same time, it's like when you look back and you see so that there's potential to you can make more money. It's you can call it greed, but you just trying to make sure that you get what you do, what you, you feel like you, you deserve. What well, your family earned. what what is worth in yeah. a sense, right? Because it's like what because uh, let's say I mean I could pretty much be, it, it shouldn't be it, it's unfair to say it's like that. Like if I took a photo of something and I you know I was compensated to a certain degree. But I don't realize I didn't realize or I wasn't able to assess the value of it the way it is now, which is that image could be worth millions because of how it's being utilized. How it's marketed. Yeah. yeah so even though at the time, let's say 500 was what what all I needed to create it, the fact that I did create it and the fact that it gained that kind of popularity gives me the ability to renegotiate because that's how the rights, you know, to a certain yeah. degree, unless I sell all rights in perpetuity, you know, I could still argue that later. Yeah. It's not me being greedy. It's just like, well, if it's worth millions and I only made 5,000 from it, is that fair? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So everybody's just trying to get what they deserve. And I'm, I'm hope Marvel has done a good job of being able to kind of hold on to its properties. Yeah. Just to, to, to find some kind of, uh, even playing ground. It sucks because they, they, I have to shell out millions every time it happens, but you know, at least, like, let's see where Spider Man goes. But you know, let's, yeah. it's they've been good at so, that. So there's there's this like uh, there's this conspiracy theory going oh, on. Oh gosh, with it already, saying that that this is just a way for I guess there was like this is just a way that I guess Marvel told told uh, the Stanley Steve Ditka's families or hairs. Or um, states to be like file this terminus, or, um, termination suit, seeing uh-huh. that nobody has these rights to none of these characters, mm-hmm. especially Spider Man, so they could come in on the eleventh hour, hoping Sony will drop out and they'll just buy it back and have their rights back to them, so they don't have to share the rights to to Spider Man for from Sony. Oh, so there. You think this is all happening with Spider Man? This is because that's what they filed it for. There was for Spider Man, because Spider Man ends in, tw- in, in two years. Now the question is, what are they gonna? Let's say that they say they win that they win the ability that yes, they now have control over that, right? They have statutory uh, rights to Spider Man. Yeah, and all the the characters that come along with it. And and they decide instead of to rent it, they just decided to sell it straight up. Not sell it. Um, I guess they'll have. Uh, I, I'm assuming they'll they're gonna they'll have a percentage breakdown of what what they're each gonna get compensated for every time they use a story. So do you think basically the theory is the ongoing theory is that these guys get all the characters away from all the the companies that still might have some kind of ownership of it. Yeah. And they could renegotiate. And then Marvel comes in and be like, hey, it sucks we have to pay this, but we want all all of it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the thing is, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's just a plan. Like, if that was a plan, that's a great plan. But yeah, that's the theory that somebody some people are saying that this is just a ploy because the whole thing where Marvel did with Fox, they were Mm -hmm. like, they just bought them straight out. So if Sony's not selling them, what's the next best thing to do? 
buy it completely off the hands of the people that own the complete rights to it. Then that would be the next step. Just going over Sony's head. Even, the thing is, is that it's, I feel when conspiracy theory comes out, like it's things that the, the knowledge or the truth of it is going to destroy or hurt what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Even if that's the truth, who cares? Like in my head, I was like, is that hurting? Good plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, as, as long as like you get, what are you gonna do? As, stop it! Like as long as plan. we can keep getting movies, that's all that matters. The only person that gets over, I guess, would be Sony. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's it's not really a conspiracy theory. It's just a plan of action. And yeah, so that's a, all right. Sorry, a theory, not conspiracy. Just a theory. Mm-hmm. Let, me re- let me correct myself. Sorry, I didn't asshole. mean to go off. I just like, <laughs> when I hear conspiracy theory, I always like it goes to these weird places. Yeah, but yeah. That's all the news this week, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, you can hear us. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at from my mom's garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think, thoughts, concerns, or topics for us to discuss. As always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week. Later.